What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome to Craig Facts. As you see, I am your host today, Michael Tree Jordan, aka Snaptastic Pin, aka Penzel Washington, aka Trio Huxtable. Yeah, we in this playing, man. Uh, Craig ain't here right now, but we here bringing it to y'all anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 You yeah. see who in the building? We got Bad Boy Blaze in the building. Hey, you already know. Yeah, you know I mean, we got DJ Show in the building. What up, Show? No one cares. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> that was the voice of Sarah with no H. Ooh, no that's me. <laughs> <laughs> What what you say? The one what B. you say, Big Bun? What up, y'all? Shit. Hey. <laughs> and Zule. Oh, Zule, close the door. Close the door. It's open. Oh. Like, I was like, <laughs> whoa, sorry. The door's open. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah and uh, Showman. What the fuck going on right yeah, now? Yeah, I'm, I'm lost. Sarah and Showman on what, man? They've been on what? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Sarah and Showman going at it. That should be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, his beard got new growth. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a yo, painful yo, process. Your wig got cradle cap. <laughs> Nigga, whatever. <laughs> Nigga, your shirt got colic. <laughs> <laughs> your wig got Villa Largo. <laughs> so, look, man, we might have a, a short show for y'all today. So, we're going to get it right into it today. Let me ask y'all, man, LeBron going to break that record tonight? Uh, maybe LeBron needs thirty six points to break the Kareem to beat Kareem uh Kareem Abdul Jabbar for the all time record, uh number one in scoring history. Would that make him the goat? No, it won't make oh, him the goat. You know why? Why not? Was people calling Kareem the goat when he had the record? Some people do call. No, him no, the no. Overall, well, who? Every argument you see me who was the goat? Who? Uh, it was George. it was MJ. It, it was, was MJ. So if the all time scoring record didn't matter before, it don't matter now. But I'm the saying don't change because you like a nigga, right? But it's not just the record. I mean, he got other accolades too, right? Kareem had five championships, uh, appearances, and all that too. I Man, six. Yeah, Kareem was forty-two, still winning championship. Forty-one, still winning championship. Yeah, my thing with Kareem was he had to score a championship. He couldn't. Even, he only made one three-pointer in all of that time. One three-pointer. He had the. He still today. He has the. As of today, he still has the. He's the number one scoring champion. Like at the end of the Ever. day, people gonna say whoever the goal is is who people like the most. And I, I don't get into the goal argument because there's no goal. It's the best player from from a particular era. Right. That's how. Also, that's the most I'll do. I'll give you a period of a decade, but other than that, it ain't no goal. Yeah. But this, I'm playing devil's advocate because a lot of these small-minded niggas who don't know basketball want to argue all goddamn day. Why would you advocate for the devil? Because oh, a lot of these motherfuckers is the devil. Cause, cause sometimes, I, sometimes I act like the devil. Some I can be the devil sometimes. <laughs> I'm, and I'm definitely the devil when I be trolling these niggas. That should be funny as fuck. I'll say something on Instagram. Yeah. And they'll be like, but LeBron had 38 points, 17 assists, 15 rebounds. <laughs> like, goddamn, nigga. And then when, when I see a nigga act, react that emotionally, then I'll yeah. start having fun. Yeah. So, yeah, that's me being the devil. Yeah, but so with, with, with that being said, I, like, you don't get to change your criteria. I would always say all of me niggas saying Jordan was the greatest. I never agree with that. They still say it in the yeah. chat. MJ is the GOAT. Yeah, I would never agree with that. You know what I mean? But And I would say, well, if Kareem got the most points, retired with the most rebounds, retired with the most blocks in NBA history, because Kareem didn't just – if they counted – like the first like six seasons Kareem's played, you didn't, you, they didn't even count blocks. Right. And he still retired with the most blocks you know, of all time. Well, it would have been Will or Bill, but – you know, he retired with the most blocks of all times, you know, and all that stuff. None of that matters. Mm -hmm. if people were still saying, hey, it's Michael Jordan. Right. So if a, if a Bron sexual come to me saying, he's the all-time greatest scorer ever, <laughs> I'm be like, well, that, that, if that wasn't good for Kareem, it ain't good for him either. Yeah. <laughs> so to all those people that say Kareem is a GOAT, do this eliminate him as a GOAT now? Uh, no, because of Kareem. Because whenever you talk Kareem, you talk the chance. But the main thing six, you talk about is the scoring record. Kareem still had, no, because Kareem, Kareem also had six championships. You also talk about the three college championships Kareem run. It would have been four, mm -hmm. but they didn't let freshmen play basketball. Yeah. UCLA was undefeated for like four, three seasons. He was a freshman. He beat the national champion UCLA team. He would have had four. So the fact, Kareem won on every level. Mm. So his goal status was because that's why whenever you notice, again, that's why I don't do numbers. I always recommend a book for people uh, by uh, it's by Daryl Huff. It's called How to Lie with Statistics. A statistic can say whatever you want it to say. Thanks. You just got to know how to parse it. And if people who have no knowledge of statistics or they're not, they're not applying their knowledge of statistics, you can fool them based on the numbers. Right. Mm -hmm. So when it comes down to it with Kareem, 
He it wasn't it was it was when they would never put his numbers next to Michael Jordan's numbers because you cannot honestly say Jordan's the goat if you put Kareem's numbers next to his. Right. So they would just ex Kareem out the conversation. Right. So, but when Kareem is in the conversation, you talk about six championships. You talking about blocks, rebounds. You know what I mean? You talking about somebody who defined the NBA had the most indefensible shot of all shot of all time, but he's not the goat because. He didn't have no personality with the media. He didn't sell tennis shoes. Yeah. If nigga know, if niggas notice, the goat is whoever the fuck is selling the most Nikes. Right, right. That's the goat business, and you niggas buy into it. See, my thing though is that because if we're looking at this points thing, LeBron is not just finna break the record. LeBron is finna shatter that shit. Like if you think about how many more years you think LeBron got left, he gonna play at least what another Probably three, four years. Three. How many more points is that? And he finna break the record tonight. You know what I mean? He's finna completely shatter that fucking record. Well, I got a feeling if, because Lakers are what, 13 seed right now? Uh, yeah, they low. He gonna break the record, and if by like a week after the All-Star weekend, if it looks like about two or three weeks after the All-Star game, yeah. if it looks like the Lakers ain't gonna make the playoffs, oh, that nigga gonna be out the rest of the season like he like he did last time. When, you know, you know, or he might my, try my to just run, up, run up the points. All right, my knee hurt. <laughs> I already got the record. My knee hurt. I keep losing. Let me. I'm trying to get traded next year. And have a whole bunch of other niggas lift me up so I can get my stats. Yeah, I heard that, man. I mean, it was a good weekend for y'all this weekend. Whatever, everybody had a good weekend. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, man. <clears throat> I was in Vegas. I did the Pro Bowl shit. Oh, you oh. did? Yeah, I did that shit. You feel what I'm saying? It was dope, man. I ended up going to uh, uh, Planet Thirteen. Y'all been there before? No. It's no. like a big ass weed mall, bro. Like when you walk in, it's a it's a big ass planet outside, and it's lines and all that. Like where Planet Hollywood used to be, or something. Nah, it's it's near there. You know what I mean? It's near there. I was just in Vegas. I didn't see. I didn't even look. Yeah, it's called Planet Thirteen. I walked in there, bro. And when you walk in there, it's like it's a fucking mall, bro. Like to the left, it's a fucking uh, you can eat and shit like that. Like a food little court. Next to that, it's a club. You know what I mean? Next to that, it's like a chocolate where they make all the chocolate and shit, all that. And the other side, bro, they got like the dispensary is the whole the whole length of the mall, bro. Like you know what I mean? They got everything. I'm talking from. Weed, chicken wings, all that shit. You know what I mean? Like that. And then the cold part was, I'm looking at one of the weed and said, if you buy this weed, you can win free tickets to a Snoop concert. And it was the date that I was in there. Mm. And I'm like, wait, Snoop here? They're like, yeah, he's out back setting up right now. I'm like, are y'all serious? Snoop did a concert while I was in the fucking store. You oh, know what hell I'm saying? yeah. Like that shit was fucking crazy, bro. That's a big budget they got to get uh, Snoop to do uh, it. I'm talking, what kind of money they working with? Yeah, I know. They had to be at least 100000 to get him to come on out. Man, man look, it, look it up, man, and that shit is crazy. I'm telling you, it was like a weed mall. You know what I mean? Where's, All kind of weed. Where's yep. it at, Vegas? In Vegas. Mm. In Vegas. I don't know how long it's been there either, but it was a line to get in. I mean, when I tell you, you show your ID and you walking around like a fucking mall of weed. You know what I mean? <laughs> like all that shit. It was crazy. I never seen no shit like that before. Cause I, I, I usually when I go to Vegas, I bring my LA weed. Cause mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's this weed shop, and they got the perfect address. It's called Four Twenties. It's like right there off Sahara. Yeah. And I, and I went in there, and they they call, charge you all that goddamn money, Arminum. all them taxes, and you drink that shit. It's ass, not gas. Yeah. It's trash. <laughs> <laughs> it, and you, you do all that, and, it, 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 and some of it will smell good, but it, well, not because they could put them little injections in it. Right. Yeah. But it don't get you high. Right. So did you? Did you? You the weed expert? Man. Did you at least get some shit that made you feel good? It's I'm gonna I'm keep it all the way a buck. When I went in there, they had everything. They had the runs. They had the Gary Payton. It's like they had the uh, High Times winner. Whoever won that weed, they had the contest winner. Oh, they had the High Times winner. They oh, had okay, all that. Okay. Shit. When I tell That's you, it was like. Everybody's it was like a weed super center. Everybody's sending they shit here. You know what I mean? You can okay. get whatever the fuck you want. You know what I'm saying? From thirty dollars an eighth to like eighty five, ninety dollars an eighth. You feel what I'm saying? You just restored my faith in Vegas weed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you feel what I'm saying? And that shit was cool. I was like, all right, that shit was pretty fire. But I mean, I didn't get too much because I, you know, me, I stay with it. You know what I'm saying? So I yeah. wouldn't go go. You know, yeah. bring sand to the beach. You know what I mean? But but sometimes when you're in a new town, you just want to like try. Something yeah, yeah, different. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes you get to a certain city. The little plug got the shit that be some gas, so right. you be, may get surprised because they got the uh, the Oakland club plug or something like that. But Hell yeah, Vegas generally got trash ass weed. No, yeah. it be dry. That shit be bitter, like Vegas. Like I know all you niggas move. Y'all only left LA because y'all couldn't afford LA. Y'all didn't want to go. <laughs> like y'all weed ain't that good. But right. with this place right here, Planet I'm Thirteen, try. look it up. 
Planet 13. You know what I mean? This nigga said, show got a Mexican L.A. hat. Then they got the L.A. He didn't say who. He didn't say who. He didn't say who. He ain't talking about snaps. He didn't say who. Show fire shots. He didn't say who, man. I'm telling y'all, show got a loaded clip right now. You know what I mean? Y'all call in show. It's ready for y'all today. Do y'all want the um? Y'all want phone calls or want Discord? Nah, we. Which y'all? Yeah, we are. We all straight for now. Yeah, we can do phone calls. Dewan, man, what happened at the Grammys, man? Man, the Grammys. Uh, two things happened that was crazy. One, Beyonce accredited the gay people for inventing house music. Man, house music was invented by black people, gay or straight. Right. Mm. And when you die, it ain't going to say you was gay or uh, queer. It's going to say you was a nigga. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> the you don't get a social security check for being a queer. Yeah. A social security check for being a nigga. Mm. <laughs> so <laughs> when it comes down to it, it's just, it's just the mainstream folks trying to find ways. Every time black people do something great, they try to find some way to credit something else. Okay, you know good in the hell well you can't credit another race, so let's just make up a classification and credit them. Mm. You know what I mean, and, and I take I take that as offense because a lot of the DJs there were some queer DJs, but they were still black. Right. And the reason why those queer DJs, those queer black DJs, had to DJ at a queer black club is because the white queer motherfuckers didn't want to see them. Mm. You yeah. dig what I'm saying? So if it was about queer thing, they'd have been with the white folks. Real white folks didn't want them because they was black, nigga. Mm. So they had to deal with black struggles. So this is black music, some shit we created out of our oppression, and black queer and straight out of Chicago, Detroit. And then when it gets to the early 80s, L.A., because people forget L.A.'s techno scene. L.A. LA hip-hop was all techno before before Straight Outta Compton. Yeah, right. Dr. Dre, Straight Outta Compton is what turned the West Coast into that more funk style. Before Straight Outta Compton, L.A. hip-hop was all techno. You know what I mean? Then New York had its scene and Jersey had its scene. Right. So And that was for all black people to enjoy. And, and techno and house music is a child of disco. It was disco music, but since black people, they didn't, they didn't teach black people instruments, the black, those same musicians who would have learned the instruments in school 10 years ago, they learn how to do that same music on the computer. That's what techno house is. It's fucking disco. Right. So for Beyonce to make that schism and devo- and draw more division in the black community is wrong. And you know, salute to her for winning her record, her her Grammys. But you can't put us on the line because you you got a little bullshit ass agenda you want to push. Yeah, that's what she said. I was backstage uh, trying to calm down Cardi B with that Quavo shit. Ah. <laughs> so I missed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Down, listen. He said, girl, let me hold your purse. <laughs> let me hold your eye. Like, let, me, let me get your earrings, girl. You got that right. You, you cannot have purse. the outfit on talking like that. <laughs> that shit was crazy. Blaze, you ever caught a fade with, with the homie? Uh, you ever caught a fade with the homie? Ain't that what they said? Offset and Quavo was was getting yeah, it in, right? Yeah, they was. All, yeah, I couldn't really hear it too much. Like I said, I was trying to keep party <laughs> cool and shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, she was sweating and all that, and I'm like, look here, baby. You know, I need you all greasy and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got to discuss business later on, and I don't need you greasy while we doing that. But, Hell um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, you know, I missed a little bit of the show because of that, but she made it up to me, man. But yeah, yeah, hey, I heard. Hey, was it? Done, man. Hey, hey, Dewan. Hey, wasn't he on your Twitter or some shit like that going crazy today or some shit because of that? Man, look, Beyonce shit. Then Beyonce's the beehive came for it. Oh yeah, I got man. like last time I checked, I had like <laughs> I had like a, a 1.9 million people that done looked at it, and then like like another like damn 400 thousand impressions and shit because these niggas is mad. They're saying, well, black and queer, it's because you're trying to separate. look. Black people ain't never we ain't never tripped on queer folks. Hell, if we if we didn't like queer people, we wouldn't be no church. And niggas love church. Mm. You know what I mean? All the gay people, all the gay choir directors and gay pre- preachers and shit like James Cleveland, niggas knew. <laughs> we wasn't tripping on motherfuckers being gay. That's just some shit the media say. Right. Of course, we're going to crack some little jokes because if, right. if we see a grown-ass man doing this, that's funny. We're going to laugh. Mm. You know what I mean? But no difference than you niggas crack on me being fat. Right. We're going to crack a joke, and we're going to go back to loving on each other. You dig yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, so... That schism doesn't exist, and so it's been a lot of people. But most of it's trolls. If you look at the profiles, the profiles were created in 2022, 2021, and they're trying to say, you know, I'm, I'm I'm being I was wrong because there were queer people. Yes, just because gay people like dancing to that music. Look, disco slash house is the tempo of gay folks. They like that free willy nilly shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? That's just what they do. You know what I mean? And there's nothing wrong with that. But just because you party to it don't mean you created it. Right. The music genre was was created by straight and gay 
uh, DJs and musicians. And it's something that, that was given to the black family by the black family. And then now the UK and the rest of the world enjoys it. Salute to y'all. y'all we ain't saying y'all shouldn't enjoy it. But respect the niggas who created it. And fuck your little bullshit-ass schism. All two million of you niggas that had a problem with it. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> All two million of you niggas that issue with what I said, fuck you. I don't care what people say. Nigga, I know I'm right. Yeah. There we have go. A have a little compassion for the disco guy that gave show that hat he wearing. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, that's, that's the least we could be around. Hey, hey, so you know what I'm saying? That's what he told you his name was? The disco guy? <laughs> You have a nickname for the nigga. <laughs> <laughs> the disco guy. Why do you call him? I just Why, he, does he, he ring your bell? He gave you, he gave, he gave you a hat with a rose on it. I just assumed. <laughs> he got the hat on Mike Tyson Punch Out. Remember the nigga with the rose in his mouth? That wasn't the only black on black hate though Oh yeah it was Chris Brown <clears throat> Chris Brown was hating on Robert Glasper and, and Chris Brown basically said Who the fuck is Robert Glasper and to those of us who are really into music music, wow. we all know who Robert Glasper is. Right. Five-time Grammy Award winner in both jazz category. He won his first R&B Grammy 10 years ago for Black Radio 1, which to me was one of the top five best R&B albums of the last decade. Right. You know what I mean? An accomplished musician. He does music the right way. Tempa Butterfly. Yeah, so so what do you, Tempa Butterfly, you know what I mean? That's why Tempa Butterfly was so musical. Bilal's firstborn second. He was a guy that the music director played, played the uh, keyboard. Thanks. But Chris Brown apologized and put that back up, Sarah. Uh, Chris Brown apologized, but and Chris Brown made a great point. He's like, basically, why is why am I in the same category with Robert Glasper? Which is true, facts. Because Robert Glasper does R and B the way R and B should be done, the way it was traditionally, the way it was created to be done. What Chris Brown does is something a little different. He has the electronic machines. He has the auto tune. He's going for the more pop sound. R&B, traditional R&B is what Robert Glasper does. And then you see P.J. Martin's traditional R&B. Right. Why are all these people in the same category? Maybe P.J., that's about yeah, it. Yeah, P.J. and Robert Glasper belong in the same category. Right. But Mary J. Blige should be somewhere in the dope contemporary. Lucky Day should be in a more modernized version of R&B. Right. And what I call, what Chris Brown does is on my Black Family Music Tree that you can get on incensenastrays.com. Incensenastrays.com. Incensenastrays. I call, I call, I specifically have on that tree pop and B. Right. But that's considering the Chris Brown sound mm. because he's going for that pop. It's not, it doesn't have the rhythm. Robert, well, Robert, the reason it's called rhythm and blues is because it's polyrhythmic rhythm that's making the music. Right. It's the rhythm of jazz, it's the rhythm of Basie, the rhythm of Duke Ellington combined with the blues. That's why it's called rhythm and blues. Right. What Chris Brown does is more pop, it's more hip hop and blues. Hip hop created the four the loop, the four bar loop, the sampling, the you know, that more sound. He does more hip hop and B, pop and B. And it's a Chris Brown is a God within himself. Right. But that guy should never be fighting with the God of Robert Glasper. Right. That would be like uh, uh that would be like putting the Cyclops in the same category as Wolverine. I would think Chris Brown and Beyonce were more yeah. relevant than them two. Yeah. You feel what I'm Chris saying? Chris Brown and Beyonce are more in the same category. That's what I'm saying. And then Mary J. Blige, I don't even know if... She, I would put her like in a more yeah, I wouldn't classic put her there adult R&B. Right. But see, the thing is, when you white, they're going to have a 10,000 categories so enough white folks win. When mm. you black, you get like three, four categories. Mm. So you got the artists in their 60s fighting with motherfucking artists in their 20s. And that should never happen. Right. Mm. Chris Brown does. He's performative. You know, what I mean, I don't like Chris Brown's style of music, right? Yeah. But it's millions of people who do. That don't mean that nigga don't deserve a Grammy. It hey. should just be in the category for what he do. Exactly. And that shouldn't be. I prefer what Robert Glasper does. Right. And what Robert Glasper does is traditional R and B. Before the record labels tainted our sound, it do, it sounds like Robert Glasper. So them nigga, this shouldn't even be a conversation because both them niggas should have won. Right. So are we gonna have? Are we gonna get the Robert Glass? Hey, if y'all don't know who Robert Glasper is, check him out. He's a jazz musician. He's trying to uh, bring R and B, hip hop, and jazz all into one gumbo pot, and he's doing an incredible job, man. And on top of that, his jazz shit by itself is incredible. Yeah. So are we gonna get the Robert Glasper and Chris Brown? That's a dope question, of Snaps. Because like, for those of you who know, Robert Glasper doesn't sing. Like his 
Black Radio is a comp- black Black Radio one, two, and three are compilation albums right. with the hottest R and B singers. Right. You know what I mean? It's is is Robert Glasper with Jill Scott singing. Robert Glasper with Eric Badu, Music Soul Child, Marsha Ambrose, Layla Hathaway. Your boy Taleb Kweli. Taleb Kweli, this yeah. nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, snaps. <laughs> <laughs> Taleb Kweli go. Man, put that jacket on on a hot dog, you. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I knew you was thinking about hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but, but you were saying that um, the combination, the 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 oh, project. Yeah, Robert Robert Glasper to me over the last decade and a half is the best art producer of R and B music, right? And also soulful hip hop. Because I, I differentiate mainstream hip hop from soulful hip hop. Right. But, but uh, to, to, to Pimp a Butterfly was more in the soulful hip hop right. category. Absolutely. Which should never be compared with, it should never be in the same category as trap. Mm-hmm. This is different. You know what I mean? But we don't, a lot of them others don't give us the diversity within our music. So we got to define it ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So when we look at, if you look at what Robert, I, like some of music soul child to me, my, my, my favorite house song of this of 2022 was actually on black radio. Mm-hmm. Um, Robert Glasper did a song with Music Soul Child called right. Everybody Love. It was a house song. Right. Robert Glasper knows how to bring out the greatness in other artists. So if he combined with Chris Brown. That'd be crazy. Because Chris Brown does have a voice. Right. I, the reason why I get mad at him using auto tunes is because he do got the ability. I look at that shit as, man, you meddling this music in. Mm. You know your fans are going to buy it, so you ain't putting the effort in. Right. If he teamed with Robert Glasper, and and them two did some music together. Like I wasn't a big Brandy fan, but the song yeah. that Robert Glasper did with Brandy, Brandy. was dope. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, it's like whatever he gets with an R and B act, he makes good music with them. So if Chris Brown, who has the vocal ability, got with Robert Glasper, I think that'd be some of the dopest R and B we ever heard. Yeah, that'd be crazy. I think that should be crazy, bro. I agree. Yeah. 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 Shout out to K Dot. Combine that real music with Chris Brown's ability to entertain and dance. Right. That'd be crazy. Because the reason why Michael Jackson was so great. They show you would have. Michael Jackson was so great because his music was just 100% authentically real. It wasn't this tinky dink shit. Right. And it's your music tree, right? You were <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's a black American music tree right there. Thank you. <laughs> Where can we get that, Dwan? Oh, in Cincinnati ashtrays. They say Daisy, Daisy dating the local corn man. <laughs> y'all stupid. Y'all stupid. That's hilarious. It <laughs> burnt the fuck out of it. <laughs> what is it called? Elote? Uh, <laughs> you want to say something? Lacey. Fuck you, whoever. <laughs> Blaze put his hair in a bun before, uh, tied his hair up before he spoke into the Look, microphone. You can't even get that out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he torpedoed that one. Uh, you got to yeah, That nigga show tied. You got your sleeves rolled up like Axel Foley. What? That's Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. I, I was watching. Yeah, there was on earlier today. Yeah. You was watching. Yeah, it's been on TV yeah, on HBO. Exactly. Last he ain't got a TV. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, all you have is TV. <laughs> you got that watch from Spencer's. Spencer's. <laughs> GTA. No, no, I'm talking about on the, the real life. Yeah, Spencer's nigga. Hell yeah! Shout out to Kendrick, man. Hey, Kendrick hey, why ain't put no why you put no sound effects behind my shit, sir? You be up in everybody else, yeah, you know? She mad at me. She, she slick. All that shit she trying to, yeah. yeah. All that shit. And I need some of that effect, too. Hey, I, I, uh, all the bark noises. In, it was- <laughs> uh, <laughs> can't be having a- she got a new wig, new her, huh? Wow. <laughs> oh, shit. Let me get my sound effect, please. Everybody laughed. Show saying Sarah ain't playing fair, nigga. Sarah, give him the auto sprinkle, would you? Oh, see, you over there got everybody trying to go your way, man. That's how you feel. He was anxious to hear it. I knew he was on his genuine shit. <laughs> it's a ten, ten. Where you been? Is that what that shit is called? The auto sprinkle? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he got a nickname for shitty light. Got a nickname for shitty light. What's the auto sprinkle? <laughs> that's hilarious. That's petty. That, that wasn't called for us, Sarah. Was, was that a bark, Sarah? Yeah. That was a fucking bark. Uh, 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 
<laughs> Damn, Rex. Oh, I, think, I think that means it's break time. We got to feed the pup, man. Ah, funny. Uh, You're hilarious. <laughs> hey, you look like the judge in nothing but trouble. Somebody said. Uh, <laughs> if you get an ambulance, you have a chance. And a hearse has got to be worse. I don't, I'm sorry. I don't watch movies like that. I love that movie. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I did it on the nose. That was my movie. When this underground came in, you start playing the organ. Uh, I'm not, why? <laughs> why are you speaking movies? I don't understand. Oh, that. shit, man. Because you look like so many characters. <laughs> oh, whatever, nigga. So, <laughs> how many movies you watch a week, though? I don't even watch movies like that. See, I used to have a. I used to be the DVD man, my nigga. Oh, okay. So you I got, used to, you watch, to watch movies. Watch all the movies? <laughs> no, I used to watch them. Nigga, no, nigga, you can't even spell DVD. That should sound smart. That should sound smart to somebody dumb. Yeah. I gotta give show credit because if you, you listen to show, all the shows movie references are from movies between like 1991. Right. In 2008. Uh, it's 10. It's some classic. If it, if it's, it's in that. Then you got yeah. some after 2010. Yeah. But in there, Show saw every movie. Yeah. Like, Show saw more movies than he saw the 10th grade. You heard that shit. I was selling them in the 10th grade. Shit. Yeah. You sell porno. Anything at that time. Nigga. Only thing I ain't touch is drugs, weed. I ain't selling none of that. But DVDs and shit like that. Come on, nigga. Give me the money. <laughs> Uh-huh. That's so good, show. Appreciate it. That shit, y'all gonna play it out. That shit kind of old. Nope. We already heard that shit. It's new to me, nigga. We heard it before. She said, new to me. That's a disadvantage. That's a disadvantage. What was the first bootleg you had? Bootleg uh, movie. Society, my nigga. Society. Oh, you had a Menace Society bootleg? Yeah, my mama had it, bro. It had the numbers at the bottom, my nigga. That was the first. I used to watch that movie every day, my nigga. Huh. Yeah, but that shit could be bad for you, though. I'll tell you it that was. much. Yeah, I, I told y'all that story. When before. we was kids, between Boys in the Hood and Menace Society, that had you afraid to go outside your own house. Or it turned the motherfucker out. Like, it, 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 you, either they turned into a gangster or the rest. Yep. Like, because Boys in the Hood was all filmed in my neighborhood. I remember I rode my bike to watch them film that scene when they shot up. When mm, Ferris right. shot the whole street up, we was, we was on our we was like we was kids watching that shit. Yeah. Well, it was bedtime. We didn't see the scene, but we saw them getting ready for it. So after that shit came out, I, I live off Crenshaw. Right, I got a past Angela's funeral home where the nigga pulled the gun out on on right. Trey. Was like, right, right. I don't like your black ass, nigga. <laughs> I got a pass this shit on the way home from school. Huh. That shit for a while had me scared of my own people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It had me scared to go outside because even though even though I do say Boys in the Hood was the most accurate film of that time. It still was extras on it. Right. You know what I mean? And it had to the point to where even though those things did happen, it didn't happen every day. Now, I did see like 10 people get shot between the age of like 3 and 13. That shit was mm-hmm. happening regularly. You know, I, I, right. I, I, said, I saw 10 people get shot, but uh, yeah. 10 people get shot over, I don't know, 5 to 13 in an eight-year period, right. still not every day. Boys every, in the Hood changed the hood movie game. It did. You know what I mean? Because after that, I ain't never, I ain't watched Colors again ever since Boys in the Hood came. You know, none of that shit. You know what I mean? Boys in the Hood, Minute Society, Baby Boy, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. Other than that, my first bootleg was Friday, though. You know what I mean? Friday was a fucking Friday was my first bootleg. I had it on tape, too. That was, but I, is Friday a hood movie? Yeah, it's it's, it's not the rest of the world like it, but it started out as a hood movie. It's crossover now, though, right? Well, crossover is just nigga shit that they like. It's a hood movie. The original one is a hood movie. The original one is a hood movie, yeah. bro. I never got into bootlegs. I'm not only nigga. I just couldn't stand I'm with you, poor ladies. quality. I, sh- I I had to spend that extra money or whatever I had to not, do. Well, not, not, everybody blessed with gla- shit? not everybody blessed never. with glasses like you, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I never I never did. I never, I'm with you. I got to have that. I got to have that high quality sound. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have have all that. So y'all never, y'all never wanted to have no shit first. You know what I mean? I ain't nothing like a motherfucker walking through the movie with the number, man. That's a classic, bro. Like that's nostalgia, my nigga. That's the that's the beauty of a movie. I can't do numbers. 
That well, you ain't never. Oh, that was the Baby's beauty of Bula. Shit. Oh, that was the beauty. Of, <laughs> you want to? You sometimes you see the fight on the side of the screen and shit. Hey, you, you see know? the fight on your boot, uh, man. I seen the fight on the side of the screen, bro. That was entertaining. You see shit that motherfuckers just talking about. I was a nigga that was understanding what was going on in the movie, not in the movie. You know, right? Uh, you know, I want. I want when I turn the movie on when that line go. I want my sound system to go from left to right, nigga. I, I don't fuck around with that shit. We didn't have no sound system back then, no, I don't think. You know what I mean? I'm talking one. about like, <laughs> like when you, I'm talking about like middle school, high school and shit. When they first not. coming out with them, you know what not, I mean? Not then. Oh, yeah, I'm talking about back then. Well, we had like, the Magnavox TV and everything. I didn't yeah. like the little numbers at the bottom. Did you used to burn tapes? Like, like, like yeah, cassette tapes. tapes. Yeah. Man, my whole man, nigga, what? <laughs> like when, when I talk myself, when I, I talk myself, I play the drums, so I record the uh, the shit on ninety two point three the beat, and I would like record it to play that shit back for myself. But people like the music that I was recording, but I was just teaching myself how to play the drums. Oh, my hard. dad's friends and like people like it, so I just would mix the tapes. I would just re-record. Yeah, and like my church, I played the drums at church. My church had the little tape machine. They sell like the little messages at the right. church. They re- record all that stuff. So sometimes at rehearsal. I would take my tape from the music I record. I recorded on the radio, and put it on the little tape machine at church, mm. and then I record like eight, nine copies of it. But then, like after a while, it was like they, the people at church caught me. And I was like, I can't do that shit. Mm. <laughs> I was almost you with DJ Show. Yeah, I was almost you when I was fifteen. Damn, I, uh, it didn't happen that way. That was my first studio, bro. I would take uh no 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 the uh recorder, the cassette. The cassette recorder. I take like a uh you know how they used to sell instrumentals, like they had a, one song on the front side and the back right. would be like the instrumental. Right. So I always get an instrumental nobody knew. Cause I didn't like the real popular instrumentals to do a song that's right. already out there. So I get what nobody knew, play the instrumental, get another radio, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, record, you know what I mean? You know how you put the little Tissue and the little thing right yeah. there. Yeah. You know what I mean? You put the tissue in the holes, you hit record. Now you record yourself rapping over the beat. Now you got a whole nother. That's how I always do my studio, bro. People don't know how hard it was <laughs> to come across music. Right. Because if you like the song, you had to buy that whole tape. Yeah. Right. You, get it just, like, you, like, you like song number seven. Right. right. You don't like the whole tape, the whole album. So, you, so if you can record and get a mixtape in, right. and where you record this song and that song, nigga, people would buy that. Yeah. That's you recorded it off the radio with your boombox. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Hell yeah. That's how I did it. How did you get into the bootleg game, bro? Oh, me? <laughs> yeah, you said Man, the Oh, yeah, my, see, my cousin, bro, seventh grade, bro, uh, I had a cousin. He stayed with me. This nigga was like the Nino Brown to selling CDs. <laughs> wow. True story, bro. Like, this nigga used to have me $75 a week, nigga. Who had, like, the Nelly DVD right here? Uh, <laughs> nigga, who had a Young Bloods? <laughs> Young Blood CD right here. He'll have them stacked according to what was selling hotter. So, oh, that's fine. Yeah, so it was a little John CD. It'll be stacked all the way here. You know. <laughs> yeah. So, nigga, I was like, man, fuck this homework shit. You know what I'm saying? This ain't make me no money. I make seventy five dollars a week. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Always like, you got homework? No, I got DVDs to burn, mom. Look, so, <laughs> yeah. so man, he used to pay me like so. When I just saw the hustle, you know what I mean? That's when I started. I was like, okay, bet. And then, um, eventually, I had saved up enough. Well, he moved out. Eventually, I had made enough to buy my own DVD and CD burner, you know? Yeah. And then, so I used to just be like, man, fuck it. I'm about to make paper off of this shit yeah. at school, you know? Like, I had bad grades, bro. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So, oh, we under, we know. Yeah. We, we, we figured that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, moms wasn't spoiling the nigga. You feel what I'm saying? She, you no, know, that meant mom and dad. No, Blaze, you knew them. <laughs> but, but, you know what I'm saying? They, the minute they, he asked me how to spell DVD, I said, Nah, when that nigga just said. I with my brother, man, after the show. Be like, Mama. Is DJ Shaw with Thrill? When you just said, fuck this homework, I'm making $75 a week, that told me you Like, nigga, that told me you But when you in the 10th grade, that's a lot of money. In 10th grade? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, 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 that was in 7th grade. Oh, yeah, 7th grade? Oh, yeah, 7th grade. Yeah, so that was in 7th grade. and when I got the starter jacket, all that shit. All that shit. Huh? Yeah, this is like 2001. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 2001. And then, but when I got to high school, nigga, I was balling, nigga. Nigga had like 100, 150 a day, nigga. Yeah. How did you go backwards? Oh, 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 oh,
I give you I give you a hundred dollars every two weeks right now. I don't think you're making more than that. What? How'd you go backwards, man? What are you talking? You got a Team Jordan jacket <laughs> on, my nigga. Team Jordan. Like, your Jordan ain't even wearing Jordan in a jacket, my nigga. What, what? <laughs> 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 I nigga wearing dunks, nigga. <laughs> well, talk to us about the t-shirt you wearing there, no. my brother. Oh, it's casual, what, my nigga. At least team, my shit didn't try to imitate some shit it wasn't. What team is that? You know what I mean? Uh, well, what collection is that, my nigga? That's a Miller Outpost Jordan. Old movies, old uh, yeah. department stores. Yeah. Man, you, got old, you got an old wardrobe, this, my this nigga. This is what you call arrested development. Man, uh, what? What did it happen? Why do you have a goddamn dream? Uh, why do you have a dream catcher around your wrist, my nigga? What is that? <laughs> 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 that nigga said a dream catcher. Yeah, I, 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 I don't get that goddamn, um, uh, what's that, uh, sex object off your wrist, man? Oh, my God. And you got a scrunch. You have the nerve to have a scrunchie right there, too. <laughs> Why do you have a, you're a grown man with a scrunchie around your wrist? That a grown man. With, with skull rings. With skull rings. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, man. But not nah, at like uh, tenth grade and shit, bro. Stupid. I had a uh, I some shit called. Uh, I had, I had fired my, up. I had my uh, DVD, my DVD and CD shit called yeah, you Sam Hoodies. Right that time. There you go. <laughs> it was called Sam Hoodies. Oh, you had a name for your shit. Oh, come on. Sam like, he had a business. Like, this nigga had a real business. Yeah, nigga selling Like, Sam Goody. Sam Hoodies. You feel me? Hey, Snap, can I point something out real quick? Yeah. And I said this about show off air. And I, and I know I be talking my shit, cracking jokes about show. But I say this all the time with my, my he's working with kids. You have bad grades, right? Uh-huh. But look at what you did. You found ways to make money. And you even had a marketing scheme, Sam Hoodies. Appreciate That's it. all any business wants. All any uh, business yeah. needs is a product to sell and something to hook you in to buy it. Right. That's yeah. all any that's all any and these companies, these Citibank and all these multi trillion dollar companies spend millions and millions and millions of dollars a year to research and develop what does the market want and how to market it. Right. This young man when as a kid didn't have no grades. Still dumped in the motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not giving you all the credit. Right. This nigga still stupid. I'm not you, they figured it out. And they, and they had a theme song. But, they had a theme song to one. Yeah, and had, yeah. What, the, what, the 70s song? The junkyard song? What, what? <laughs> but that's why you don't go into cold, I got a college degree, I right. don't got a college degree. Yep. Right, right. As a nigga with a college degree, I don't mean shit. Nah. You know what I mean? Or a person that got this job, I, I work at this particular company. You got all that, we work at a company with a degree, but look at your debt. Right. Yep. We got all these little, what well, this little genius ass nigga was given the right kind of environment Right. And the right kind of education, not that right. bullshit nigga would. Man, yeah. where would you be <laughs> with that mind? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, to all you young niggas listening, if you didn't do good in school, don't let that shit hold you back, nigga. If you got the mindset to have to find out a product to sell and come up with a catchy hook, what's it called? Sam hoodies. Sam hoodies. Yeah. To sell it, and you making more money than you spending out, you winning. Yeah. Fuck yeah. the rest of the world, what they say. So basically, the when you dumb, line. just find something else. <laughs> uh, where is that? I mean, but what is that? Nah, but what is dumb though? Like you gotta understand, no, like you, everything you, you're that's not in book your smart, but you com- you got common sense. Like yeah, that's, yeah. Also, yeah. that's better common. than com- that's better than textbook smart. Right. To me. Except for wearing roses on your hat. Other than that, you make good decisions. <laughs> <laughs> why yeah. isn't why isn't that textbook smart? Like why isn't that? Where is the class on that shit? That's life. You know you what, what I'm saying? They, life is your textbook. No, but I'm saying why isn't that in the classroom? Because they want you. To, the teachers got a job. You feel what I'm saying? Right, so right, it's rotation. Right. It's to train other people to have a job. Right. It's mm. not. It's not trained for you to get over in life to build something that's greater than them. School. You know what I mean? Real talk. The if, they, if they have something greater than them, why would they be teachers? Yeah. Yeah. No disrespect to the teachers, but you know what I'm saying? Is they? It's like they teach the bare minimum in requirements. You know, and it's like, come on, man, it's more to life. Like, I feel like a lot of teachers and school systems is cheating us because for the same fact is, like, bro, do you know after you teach us this bullshit, you know you don't go home and, and, and go to your manager and be like, hey, yo, you know what? I ain't got the rent today, but I know who Christopher Columbus is. Let me slide this. <laughs> <laughs> it's 1792, nigga. Hey! Hey! Oh, I got 92 on my paper. Real talk. <laughs> like, I know, hey, so, I know brothers that have made Mensa. Mensa's right. like the people who with the highest IQ yeah, and shit. Because he didn't know that. But <laughs> come on, <Sarah>. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Yeah, you right though, Sarah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought you said Vince Mensa, nigga. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I said? Carlos Mensa. Yeah, you know I, mean? I know who I ain't saying good looking. That nigga thought I said NASA. I, look, I was about to go together. I was about to see what you was going to say next. I'm like, I'm going to put this shit together eventually. But I, I, know, I know niggas with like 170 IQs, but they don't know how to turn $2 into four. Mm. And at the end of the day, what good is your IQ? What good is your book smart? What good is that bitch ass degree? If every dollar you you get is dependent upon you following somebody else's program. Mm. Now, if you're lucky and you a good boy, <laughs> and you don't make no mistakes and you make the rest of your life, you might you might be good. But if you ever decide to use your brain one day, you might get fucked up. Mm. So I always seen niggas like you that could turn one dollar into two. Is <laughs> a niggas is a is the kind of cat niggas need to be looking up to. What is it, Blaze? Nigga said, this nigga said Daisy got refried beans in her pocket. What <laughs> <laughs> you said? Yeah, go so, uh, <laughs> yeah, go what I was trying to say was, it's because it's a lot of people that's watching the caffeine app. Blaze, fool. Blaze. It's a lot of people watching the caffeine app that didn't get the best grade. Yeah. Or they was told by their mama, their daddy, they wasn't shit. Yeah. Or they ain't got no kind of confidence in themselves because the Cause like most people, they went through the school system, and the school said you ain't shit. Right. But my thing is, if you could do what Show can do, you the smartest nigga in the room. You know. So how I'm do you say? What do y'all? So, so both of y'all, how do? You, what do you say to the the? Even if, cause I don't think that expires. You feel what I'm saying? I don't. I don't feel like that expires. I feel like in life, you know what I mean. You may go to college and do the same shit, but still not learn this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? But guys don't teach you shit. So what do you say to the motherfucker out there? You know what I'm saying? Who's like, I'm doing all of this shit, but I don't really feel like this is gonna help me in life. My my, I feel my like advice I'm, to that I feel like I'm if, greater if, than if the system. Stop laughing into the mic, please. <laughs> Reaching in oh, your man. pocket and this beans and shit. <laughs> <laughs> we trying to give game. This is gonna revive beans. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying I don't think everybody is meant for that system. You feel yeah, what I'm saying? Everybody, everybody's not meant for the work system. Everybody's not meant for the school system. Everybody's not meant for... Some people are meant to be greater. Some people are meant to be leaders. Some people are meant to be moving on their own shit. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it's kids out here making millions of dollars for playing fucking video games. Fuck school. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So how you tell that little nigga, no, get back over here. You see what I'm saying? I tell people, this is what, this is what I tell them. Because you got two people that way. You got the cats that went to the street route, but they went to the street route because there was nothing in school that school offered them. You know what I mean? If you went to the street route... You already got the skills it takes. Just what Show talked about earlier. Show said I wasn't gonna sell something that's gonna put me in jail. Right. right. The other thing, the same cat selling shit that can put them in jail. That same skill set can make you sell something that won't put you in jail. Yep. Find something that won't put you in jail that right. you can sell. And usually, most of them, most of them hood niggas, most of them niggas like that be smart as fuck. They got all kind of skills. They got, but they, they this, them skills are so easy for them, so good for them. They are too close to their nose. They don't even realize it's a skill that they can sell. Right. So they sell other shit. I mean, so find something that you can sell that's not legal, that's illi- that, that that's legal. And then for the rest of them niggas that, that went to college, most of them college niggas that hear nigga like Show Talk and be like, he don't have a degree. What can he tell me? I love that shit. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, if you, but a lot of niggas that got a degree, especially with this, this coronavirus hit and all these jobs that got left, right. you niggas is in the unemployment line with all the niggas you was clowning. Right. So sure. I, I said to that, humble yourself if you got your PhD and listen to this nigga. Because you, too, got a different skill set that you could possibly be telling. But you believe what these motherfuckers told you, and you think all your value is in your degree like a fucking idiot. Degree ain't shit. Right. Mm. Yeah, because show can tell you how to get bullshit-ass shirts. (laughs) Yeah. But that's the thing. If you're a doctor, you engineer. Like I got two boys that's engineers. They had to go to school to work at Raytheon to be engineers. You dig Mm. what I'm saying? Right. There's certain things you got to do. But let's just tell the truth. 90% of people going to college ain't going for them skills. Right. They go on to say they got a fucking degree. Yeah. I mean, I ain't gonna lie and say I want my degrees in comps. I got a straight up liberal arts degree. Right. Mm-hmm. But I actually use mine. I knew I was gonna be talking shit my whole life. So I figured let me get a degree on how to get this shit right. right. I knew I wasn't gonna be doing a math shit. Right. But so I'm one of the few liberal arts majors and I paid my way on, my own way through cash. So just in case it didn't work out, so I wouldn't be paying no goddamn loans. Right. But most of these motherfuckers took out loans that they're paying back the rest of their life mm-hmm. over a degree that they never gonna use. Mm-hmm. Because they was raised by their parents and by the society to get a college degree. They filed the program. And some of them even got there, and they got there. I know a whole bunch of people, like chicks that got an MSW, like that social worker. They got a social work degree. They got a job paying $120,000 a year, $130,000 a year, but they fucking miserable. Mm-hmm. That's really not what they supposed to be doing, what they want to do. They ain't doing the shit because <laughs> their mama told them to. Mm-hmm. You a nigga that found your shit, not what somebody told you to do. Right. And I'm using the show as an example because we always clown show. 
You know what I mean? And, and I love, and I say keep clowning the show. He deserves all of it. This nigga ain't shit. <laughs> you know, he look like a young Frankie Beverly. So <laughs> clown this nigga. But no, when we, just, I want people to know that when we clown this show for being a dog or saying he's stupid, I'm going to say plenty more stupid jokes. He deserve them. <laughs> but just understand that this is, you the common person. And it's a lot of niggas like you. And I want every nigga out there who ain't found their DVD to sell to find whatever your DVD is to sell it. Right. You know what I mean? And, and follow what this nigga got to say. Thank and you. show, what keeps you going, bro? Because, I mean, like, this what I'm saying. If you got people, right, you got people, like, who say, okay, I'm not meant for this box. To the rest of the world, you look crazy. Yep. You feel what I'm saying? You saying, no, I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing yep. over here. I know, I, I, I know what y'all say. I know what y'all doing. But for me... I'm not meant to do this. You know what I'm saying? It's something else in me that has me going this way. But to everybody else, you look crazy as fuck because <laughs> right, you, you right. may not have this. You may be struggling here. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But but you know at the end of the at the end of this road is it's gonna pay off. You feel right, what I'm saying? Right. What keeps you going when everybody else say, Man, what the fuck are you doing? You could be out here working this nine to five. You could be out here. That's what, exactly, you know what I'm saying? Exactly what keep me away from that shit. That will keep me doing what I'm doing. Is working a nine to five, bro. And I don't disrespect to anybody else, bro, but I just know that you can't get time back. You can always get money. Fact. You know what I mean? So if I'm dedicated here at eight eight hours, like like a lot of niggas I know, bro, that's older, bro, they retired. A few years later, they died, bro. Man. You feel what I'm saying? It's like, why do I have Man. to live my life when I'm almost at the finish line? Right. You know what I'm saying? Why can I live? Why do I have to go on vacation when... 60 years. Why, like, I don't want to brag about that. Like, I was a sec- I was a security, nigga, I was everything, nigga. I, well, not everything, a security guard, fucking custodian, bro, looking at niggas with gray hair. Hey, don't leave this job. Right. You know what I'm saying? When they leave a the job, bro, it's like, nigga, what did you do? What did you accomplish, my nigga, but be another number? Right. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? So, no disrespect to nobody else. That was just my situation to seeing that if they got rid of me right now, no matter how good or bad that I've done, you know what I'm saying? They, they could can me at any time. And I just that my family. You know how many baby showers, how many uh, uh, weddings, how many family events that people like, damn, I wanted to go and attend to to see my family. Right. That's what my job was keeping me away from is my family time, my yeah, peace. Right. And I feel like if I do what I love, it ain't never going to be work, bro. So why would I give that shit up to go work, uh, work for another man's dream? Right. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you, I, like every day I get up and design my life. You know what I mean? I I feel like everybody can. You just got to learn how to design it. Yeah, I took a, a couple of hits along the way, bro, but that didn't stop me. Yeah. You know, me going to my daughter's events every day, uh, me leaving when I want to, me just just getting up and going and not have to answer to nobody, bro. I feel like for me, I just felt like the 9 to 5 to me was just another form of slavery. Yeah. Somebody telling mm-hmm. me when to eat, when to be here, right. or it's a consequence, or you get a lesson. <coughs> I don't like that shit. So for me, it's just like the fear of going back to work, bro. And the yeah. fear of not, uh, like, it's like the time that I invested in my in, in my own uh, brand and shit like that. Why would I invest it in another motherfucker that, that's just going to look at me as like a number? Like, I could go ahead and do that. And Rev somebody else, empire. bro. I'm building your empire w- and, and losing life, you know, in time when I could go ahead and invest that all in my shit. Yeah. And help other motherfuckers the right way and create jobs. You know what I mean? Talk. So that's my, that's my whole thing. Like, right now, I'm at a point where... I do the top 10 music video countdown and I'm trying to provide jobs, you know, like on my show, it costs $50 to get on and I get niggas $20 just for referrals. Hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm the type of nigga, I'm going to keep giving you that 20 if somebody keep paying for that because I'm like, man, it's $800 potential in a month. I don't need all the money. I just want to help somebody that may need the help, bro, because at the end of the day, it's like... Some people out there might just be like me. Nigga, I don't want to work for nobody else. How can I get it, man? I know yeah. They might know a lot of niggas. They might be a videographer out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or a lot of people that know people that do videos. I'd be like, oh, yeah, so what's up, man? I'm, I got a whole roster. Yeah. And I'm going to prepare you 800 a month. Like, fuck that, man. Yeah. What Tupac say? One nigga teach two niggas, two niggas teach four niggas, four niggas teach more niggas. Right. <laughs> yeah. Daisy, let me ask you this. <clears throat> so because you, you, you're you also one of those people that's always moving, always, you know what I mean, doing what you do. How do you respond as a woman to a man that tells you that? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? He's chasing his dream. He's chasing his goals. Is that a way? Is in, in today's society, is it cool to support that man or is it cool? Or You know what I'm saying? Do you hold that man down or do you kill him off or shun him because the next man may not see it that way? I think that in any, in any like time frame, if you believe in him and 
you can really just be there for him, right? Yeah, but I'm saying, can you support him if you don't see his dream? <laughs> ooh, 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 <laughs> he sees it clear as day, but you don't see his dream. Can, do you trust him enough? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> to be to be honest, that's really tough. But I think that I wouldn't kill his dream. I would let him go and figure that out. But I don't want to be the reason why he's like stopping and the reason why he's not going to continue. Because what if I am the doubt? What if I'm the break point? What if I'm the one that that stopped him from really going? What if it's me portraying my insecurities on him? So I would want him to go and flir- flourish that and maybe get my shit together. Like, but what that. if you're the reason he makes it? Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your support. Good question asking nigga right here. I think that it, it's you have to try to you have to try to make the best decision. Because uh, it you gotta re- I mean, what can you do again? You know, like what was your talent again? Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really have to to really make the best decision. Is he a really great Because uh, sometimes People think that they're talented. People think that they're at this <laughs> level, right. and they're yeah. not. Damn. Honesty. And <clears throat> I would, I you know, I I think that if we're at we're at a point where we've been together for a while, I think I would be honest. But I'll be like, but don't give up. Like, work on your craft. Do this, right. do that. You know what I mean? Not just straight throw the bomb on him. You don't know. And then when he hit, <laughs> when he hits and that shit blows up, and he you go hit him back up like. <laughs> hey, remember me? That's yeah. Sarah, you agree with that answer? Uh, no, uh, my whole thing is that if it's something that, um, uh, first of all, if, if he's very passionate about something, and say for instance, like music or something, if it's something that actually touches me as well, like I think that it will, uh, cause me to be even more adamant like on like like you know be more with him like on his team to let's do this shit like so i'll you, be the biggest cheerleader if it, if i'm with them and mm-hmm. we're together i believe that like i'm there we're we're i'm a helpmate to him so yeah i would totally help him with his dreams uh even if he doesn't feel like he can help me with mine but it doesn't even matter if you're really truly invested in somebody like so I get it. Yeah, so, let's let's, let, let's do it, and we're gonna do it to the fullest extent. Whatever in my power, whatever. If he's one thousand percent in, I'm, I match his, and I try to even give him even more. So you believe in the man? Yeah. You know I mean, so what? What I mean by that is, he believes in the dream, and you saying, even if I can't see the dream, I believe in you enough to rock with you. Yeah, whether to know this that thing he's passionate about something like that. That's fine. Yeah, because it's like even you know, honestly, a lot of things. At first, it seemed, you you you'd be like, oh, I don't see where this can go. But because they're so passionate about it, and you join with them, you y'all can together accomplish something that maybe even bigger than the both of y'all thought was gonna even imaginable. That's how that's how me and my girl is right now. Like you know, like we she like she the one that like put the shit like you know the battery in my back. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, you could do this shit. Like you know what I'm saying? Like. When I ain't had nobody else believing, she was like the first person to believe in me. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's fine. You know, so like she seen it. Like when I didn't have nobody, no host on my radio station, when I had my own shit, you know, my podcast and shit. When nobody was there, she was there setting up, trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? Telling me, hey, don't stop. You know what I'm saying? Keep going. So, hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? They said behind the uh, strong man is a uh, queen. You know, yeah. so. They really don't say queen, but. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say. That's what I say. So. No, but I'm just saying, it's just, it's just like, yo, just pushing them and building together. Right. And it's like, damn, it's like, and you don't do it. So when he do make it big, if he make it big, he gonna, you going to be together. Right. You do it because you genuinely love that person. Right. And you want the best. Like, you know what, baby? Fuck it. We going to do this shit. Yeah. Y'all both reap the reward together. Reward together. Fact, yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's a true <clears throat> partnership. In a relationship. That's what happened with the dude with... It's easier said than done because sometimes when you have kids, it's difficult. Get the mic, Daisy. (laughs) Oh. I'm sorry. I feel like that's easier said than done, although I'm with you guys. It's like when you feel like a different pressure when you have children. Oh, absolutely. Like, I feel like I won't have that energy completely when it's like the baby needs food or we're struggling. Like, we're under a bridge right now. Like, we're, you know, like, like, can you, can you... 
do other things as you're doing that, like not completely giving up, but you know. Yeah, you know what it is like. Like for me, what I figured out was music. You know what I mean? I got a daughter; she just turned eleven. <laughs> but I figured out how to do the hustle and make the dream at the same time. You know, right. exactly like in parallel. You know what I'm saying? So, right. and that's that, if you could do that, then because and you, that's what I was talking about on my show earlier. Like you got to find a way to hustle, make your hustle be something that you love. Because yeah. when you hustle something that you love, you're gonna find time to both. Because yeah. you're gonna do what you love anyway. Yeah. But what happens is when you have a job and that job is in the way, you end up missing out on what you love. On your opportunity. And then yeah, and then we, we ain't doing what you love. You you got a bad relationship with your kids now. Yeah. That's why some people have bad relationships with their children. They ain't got no time for themselves. Yep. They somewhere they don't want to be all day. You know what I mean? Then they gotta go hustle. Yeah. And then when they then they get less and less time for their own personal enjoyment yep. and take it out on their kids. Sit all the goddamn time. But like what you were saying earlier with your question, usually if you can't see the other person's vision, usually come People who are compatible can see. If you just can't see it, if you mm, can't see it, that's right. probably a sign that you two aren't compatible. You may love them, you may really like them, and they that vision for them really may blow up. Right. But you may not necessarily be the compatible person with them when it comes to that. And you and, said compatible, not the same, because there's a difference. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you could date somebody. I like sports. You could fucking hate sports. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, I'm you're my I'm. The negative and I'm the plus sign. We got to work together. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? Like the socket and like the plus. That stuff is uh, like, you know, like sports, <clears throat> the the interest you do, that's more superficial. How yeah. you function and what's going to make this relationship operate and what's going to make it work. Right. That's the nitty gritty. Right. You with somebody, with somebody, and they got to say they got a vision, I'm going to quit my job. Right. You know what I mean? It, sometimes the person you with, they not the temperament to handle somebody that's going to get it on their own. They need that guarantee. And you may blow up. Right. But they never, they don't have a heart to take what it takes to get there. Then you got other people who was like, you know what? They they got the heart to to take the ups and downs. They they know that some some sometimes are gonna be, you know, it's gonna be feast and famine. Right. And you got some people who are down for that. And what happens is, every you, everybody ain't for everybody, and it don't mean they good or bad. Just if it's one of them situations where sometimes if you if the person's for you, they may not see it, but they got so much trust and love in you, they're gonna be like, all right. I'm going to trust you. I don't see that, but I see you. Mm. But if you ain't got either one, this probably just not the right person for you. It might mm. it might be time to break up. Like, nigga, sometimes niggas need to break up. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, sometimes <laughs> niggas need to break up. Just like this show, man. We got to uh, shut it down right now. We got to bring this one to an end. You know what I mean? DJ Show, let them know where they can find you. All right, yo, look, check this out. Y'all can find me on uh, Instagram, The Real DJ Show, on Twitter, The Real DJ Show. Uh, y'all can find me on Plan A Radio, on YouTube. Make sure y'all subscribe if your mama ain't a bitch. Um, oh, yeah, I let niggas know. Yeah, I let niggas know your mom's a bitch if you ain't subscribed. Um, also, uh, <laughs> shit and get in my YouTube and talk your shit, nigga. Shout out to Eb, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my nigga Ben. Oh, shout out to all y'all niggas, man. Millie, all them. You know what I'm saying? We do music reviews uh, every day on the YouTube. You know what I'm saying? On Friday, make sure y'all get y'all shit reviewed. I, I changed up my music reviews, too. So now I got free skits, but now, like, say if you in a free line, she want to skip you, dog. If she pay 15, your shit get cut off. We going on to the pay, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, if you, or, or if a nigga want to cut your shit off, he don't like it, nigga, you can get your shit cut off, nigga. You know what I'm saying? So we be doing all kinds of hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, hey, we having fun. We talking shit, man. We love yeah, y'all, yeah. man. You know what I'm saying? Follow me on all the platforms, man. If y'all got music videos, 106 and Crenshaw every Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? Uh, check out the one about uh, Taco Mel and Grindface we had did earlier. Yeah, you know? that shit. Yeah, that shit fly. Uh, I love y'all, man. All right. Show. Show. Daisy. Um, follow me on Instagram and everywhere else. And um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, follow me here on Caffeine at Dewan B. Hey, I got my live show coming up February 25th. Make sure y'all get y'all tickets. The link is on my Twitter and also in my Instagram uh, profile. Get your tickets pre-sale because it's just already over half sold out. And it ain't going to be no live ticket, no tickets sold at the door. It's me live, a new concept type show. Doing what I do live off the top of my head, completely improv. I'm going to be hosting it, and I don't know what the fuck I'm going to talk about. I won't know what I'm going to talk about until I step foot on that stage. <laughs> and But Slink going to be on that motherfucker, Camille White, Larry Goodwill. Yes, uh, and we might have some drop-ins too. But it's going to be live and interactive. Larry, Larry going to be on the mic, and he going to be in the audience. So you chat room niggas that like talking shit, 
Y'all come down to the show. Y'all going to get a mic. Now, don't let it get too out of hand because I get raw if I need to. And so, but we're going to have fun. We're going to keep the positive, the vibes positive and all that shit. And yeah, all that good stuff is salute the snaps. Salute to Craig who ain't here, but yeah. Yes, sir. You know, getting his nose cleaned out by a power piston. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all of us going right. Power wash. Uh, Sarah with no H. Huh? Tell them where they can find you. Here. Find me here, nigga. You can find her here. You already know where to find me. <laughs> Snaptastic underscore pin. That's Big Pin Roethlisberger on IG. You already know. You think you write all the time while I write more, but since this is my man, my guy's show, my brother's show, you feel what I'm saying? You know what you can do. Oh, hold on just a second, Snap. Actually, also stay tuned because when we end the show, uh, we're debuting the Dina Collective, Dina Baby. Yes, uh, sir. Yes, sir. Video. Dina Baby. Stay as well soon. as all y'all niggas keep on asking how I look. You can actually, if you watch this past week's Rose Domino, the second set of the second game is actually me. Versus Damien or at DJ Pleasum. And she put on a show. Check it out. You ain't going if you watch the Rose Domino League, you will not be you will definitely be entertained watching Sarah's game, man. For real, for <laughs> real. Especially you never seen her before. You get to see the, the emotion, the attitude, all of that. And she got a W. So check that out. Rose Domino League. You know what I mean? It's on Sunday nights. You know what I mean? Stay tuned for that Dina Collector video. And you know what I mean? If you want something, you can't get it, you know who to get it from. Get it from God, God, God. Dina, stand up. Shout out to Daz and Corrupt. We next up. Yo, collective shit. Label. Let's get it. Yo, if the question is who bad is me, the answer is a casualty. I'm actually a tragedy, an everlasting battery, a microphone, a ganjali. Cause all I need for third degree, I hope you act accordingly. I'm trying to live affordably and morally, but more of me, I feel the old be more of me. Since God been opening doors for me, the devil moved next door to me. But I just be ignoring him, I know he trying to torture me. I know he see that store to me, a golden roll like Dorothy. They trying to take the sword from me, my odyssey is odd to see. You odd to see the art in me, it ought to be. Apostrophes, acknowledgments, apologies I'm tired of all these mockeries This fire shit is pocking me Stop looking at us awkwardly They cop it from us constantly See, life is like Monopoly We roll the dice for property And I'ma do it properly My bars is like a prophecy I'm cleaner than the doctors be And soon there'll be no stopping me And you won't get a sock from me Welcome to my dorm This is word porn Kill with this pen like Jason Bourne I'm hotter than Cajun corn I got in the major form So they ain't got nothing for them. Skirt off in some form Shirt off, I'm worth a fool we from Like Harold, made Adina apparel. You see with that big talk, you'll see hawks like Pete Carroll. The streets narrow. Hey yo, I'm seen as a pharaoh. I was raised around hemoglobin and reefer smoking. These niggas a bus on you. You need a token? Start provoking. Of course we smoking. The road spokesman. Flow sicker than Chad Bozeman. Rest well. These niggas walking and talking like next tails. Hey yo, I seen a lot of crack sales. And I seen a lot of max shells. That's why I rap well. Hey yo, bars are back, L. Spit fire like a big dragon. Wildin' out like Nick Cannon. It's feast of famine. This MC fly like Biff Tannen. I'm standing with Fred Hampton. The Rose City stamped him. You're dealing with the rough breed. And you ain't really winning, love. Just cause you succeed. Unless it's me. Dina's PAC. Ancestors Tuskegee. I'm the HNIC. The city of Pasadena evokes memories of games at the Rose Bowl or the calming atmosphere of the Huntington Library. But for residents of Northwest Pasadena, however, 
The city's streets are reminders of what was.